0: black african power was good was happening a well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time Woohoo We man you already know what it is man it's god killer in the house and i'm coming to do what i got to do and we're gonna do what i got to do and i'm standing tall and i'm standing strong yeah i'm a raw squad up man real black atheism is on the Rise, what's good family, man? What's going on? Man, y'all already know what it is, man. No, just wanted to get a couple minutes in with the family. Let me see if I can raise this monitor a little bit. Just want to get a couple minutes in, man, and see how everybody doing. You know, we want to always make sure that we have some straight content. That makes some sense. Let me see if I got this right. Yeah, I think i think. Let me see. I got it like I'm looking. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, family, man, we just here just trying to, you know, get it right a little bit. Keeping everything, let me see, keeping everything nice and tight. Let me make sure I get my auto on there, man, for everybody want to crack jokes, man. Put it right here. Yeah, family, man, what's up, man? We want to just go ahead and uh, kind of get in a little slight little slight bit it's a few things going on in the world man around here so you know it's always good to have uh some scholars on the scene and just some good common sense to keep everything right um uh we had a real powerful class all uh, this weekend let me see if i can find a fly in let me put this fly up for the new joint uh we going It's going down this weekend all right you know we got these three Three weekends in a row, let me see real quick here, oh, I think we put that in a, hold on, let me see if I can grab it, man we need to scroll down and get to it, think we're going to be at the same library, Oh, one second. let me see here, one second, man where is the going thing at, All right, let me check over here. See if I can get there, alright, got it, uh, it's going, that's the 22nd, I don't know, you. what's going on now. how you doing? How you doing
1: I was waiting on the music to start playing,
0: oh I ain't playing <laughs> no music, uh, how you
1: doing? I'm having some issues with my um with my audio. Can you hear me
0: please? I, can hear, you loud, I can hear you loud and clear. Um, okay. let me do this real fast. What I'm do is let me share this. Definitely want to get this going. Let me hide this real fast. Yeah, I know we can see that, right? Yeah, all right. Man, now it's development. Ashe Group Man presents at the Metropolitan Library, thirteen thirty-two Metropolitan Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, thirty. I mean three zero three one zero. This Saturday, the twenty-second. All right, one to five thirty again. Man, we had a fair turnout last time. Um, man, that's a powerful fly right there. We got it in last week, this weekend. So we kind of might want to talk about that a little bit. Um. I think everybody came was pleasantly surprised. You know what I'm saying? We're not surprised, man. Y'all know how we do it, man. But damn, man. Hold on. The documentation was serious. Why that shit happen like that? Damn, man. Damn. Yeah, you know the documentation was serious. You know, you feel me? So, you know, man, just make sure y'all keep supporting. Uh, man, same time, same place. Uh, it's a lovely library. You know what i'm saying i know i i know we we, we got to kind of scare the libraries right but man we <laughs> we gets it in so you know what i'm saying we're gonna have some more presentation this weekend they're gonna be super tight as always uh you know hope you can stop through you can stop through you know just stop through to say hi you know but that's where the scholarship going to be at what's good though says tonight i'm raw squad up Yeah, that's
1: good, bro. Yeah, so it was a great opportunity, great class. Um, you know, will talked about um classifying and um
0: scratching scratch like
1: mixing. Does it sound like I'm mixing right now?
0: Like you, no, not now, but it sounds like you you all
1: mixing. If, if I continue to sound like that, just let me know. All right we talked about classification systems, and I talked about um, mental health, and we talked about biology and race and social constructs in so, class. And then you closed it out with a powerful, powerful um, presentation on evolution and scientific um, discovery. Good bill. We had some people there that was very interactive who were really into the information and i got an opportunity to um do a couple of interviews to get some feedback from people to see what they were thinking uh-huh. and um for the most part the two people that i interviewed they 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 left the room feeling like they learned something so that's the most important thing if you get one person one or two people who actually and, you know, they're making an impact. But I encourage you if you're in the Atlanta area to go to the classes, they're free. It's an opportunity for us to build, to learn, to grow, um, and just to foster um, sound methodology and practices that can build our community and um, forge a future for our children
0: okay yeah 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 we had a uh yeah we had a powerful bill um i bet you and i could get down like that though huh (laughs) but yeah it's okay family man you know um yeah so a lot of times um when we dealing with information uh sometimes it be over people's heads and it's not because they don't want to know, and it's not because they're not trying to learn. It's that it's that the daggone study is so serious. You know what I'm saying? And when I say the study is so serious, you know what I mean? It's serious. And it's not just a uh um uh like people can't get it, right? It's not like it used to be in the old days, like. Like, we used to learn off of a lot of DVDs. Grant you, watching YouTube, if you get the right videos, right, and have some information, you can kind of grasp the subject. But these subjects not only require you to do, to look at visual presentations, they also require you to do some reading, right? And that shouldn't have never got old. And it seemed like people don't want to read these days. That's like the prerequisite 101, you gotta read. You feel me? You gotta be wanting to get your head in the read. So let me just show y'all how I do it. I'll get up early, get some coffee, and I'll read a few chapters every day. That's so all you gotta do. It's not a whole lot. And so at the end of the, at the end of the year, right? You 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 read about 365 chapters. You know what I'm saying? Think about that. You read a couple chapters every day, one or two. Right, Mr. Weekends, maybe you don't got time for that right at the end of the year, man You'll have over 300 chapters read and That's good. That's all is required right now. If you want to get into the serious study, you'll spend some times Online in these universities You know, that's what information is we give you all information like you can go to uh, Corsair Right and it's it's several online free 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 online things. We can actually go to the universities to get the information uh, it, it's just, I mean, in, in this study that we're talking about, uh, biology, uh, uh, physics, uh, uh, orders of African peoples, right? These things, th- these things are serious, and, and we give you the the, the the primary books. We we always tell you to deal with Dr. Ben because because Dr. Ben and and the at Diops and them, you know, they was always, you know, giving us a serious study. You, you feel me? In some kind of way, we fell off that. I know how we fell off that, right? We Because we was here with Diop, Stilfar, Banger, Remember Annie, Francis Quest, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Dr. Ben, Chancellor Williams, right? They're all authors. That's the first thing, right? And it was like a drop to the next level. You know, when we, when we listen to the Malachi Yorks, the Bobby Emmits, the Phil Valentines, with uh, Blades. They was coming up with something different. And I talk about this all the time, right? I think what they was teaching was important because it gave you a measuring stick. You know what I'm saying? It gave you something to measure information against. You know what I'm saying? It's like you really know the level is to see what the le- what, to see something that's not on the level. So if we if we playing professional baseball, right? Say you never seen professional baseball players. And you in and you in a, a, a high school playing baseball, right? You ain't in college, right? And you might be nice with that. Until you take that game on the road and deal with some pros, you feel me? Or until you you know what I mean go to college. First of all, they're gonna throw a little bit harder. You know. Second of all, they professional because they're getting paid and they're serious. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying that we getting on YouTube and the conscious community, you know what I'm saying, ain't serious. It's not the level. You got to pick and choose your way through. It's a minefield, all right? So we deal with the, how you say that, Naya? The schisms of the of consciousness. Why'd you pick that title, Sister Naya?
1: Um, I picked that title primarily because... um. On my way to Atlanta, I decided to you know, check out some videos and kind of get a sense of what everyone was talking about. And um, some of the prevailing type of things that I noticed is that there's a lot of different groups and ideologies and belief systems within the conscious community and it seems to be the root cause of all the chaos and the disunity in the community. I hear a lot of people talking about unity and coming together as a group but when I listen to people speak and talk and express their ideas I'm getting a lot of a lot of um, different views. So the schisms is basically, you know, um, differences. And so today we're gonna be talking about those differences. One of the things um, that I was um, excited about um, is the discussions that Brother Sada has been having on his platform um, with Brother Jabari um, and the Hebrew community. And I think that that discussion is a great discussion because I think that Brother Javari has done an excellent job of really um, highlighting the the arguments and showing the points of demarcation and what we need to be, where we need to go. And so I think that Senator has done a great job of kind of allowing Jabari to discuss with the Hebrews, you know, our African tradition and why it's important that we reconnect to our African roots. Um, Yesterday was also interesting. It kind of led to my schisms of consciousness. After I was um, listening to Brother Polite kind of give his explanation on his Instagram posts and, um, why he decided to post, um, you know, a picture of him in, um, one of his clients who happens to be of a different racial category. Um, and so that would, that seems to be like, you know, his explanations seem to be, um, severely, um, inadequate to me. And so, Um, Because it doesn't represent the core of consciousness, nor does it represent history and what we've seen in history. uh, Because you have to understand consciousness is already a carve out of the greater African American culture. So we're conscious because we recognize that there's a disconnect between being African And being American, and so what consciousness brings is context, and brings culture, and brings insight, and brings all those excellent things to the conversation. So, you know, if we want to go back to African consciousness, you know, and he if he wants to advise us on how to be regular African Americans, I would just kind of rather listen to Oprah Winfrey because she has like a billion dollars. I don't need to listen to. A conscious person telling me how to be an integrationist, I'll just listen to an integrationist. That way, I know that I can, you know, make I can be successful at least. But that situation, and then, um, and then it's R. Kelly thing. I mean, the disconnect in our communities um, with this, this, the sexual abuse is going on in our communities, and the enabling. That's going on um, with a lot of us as Black women. We really need to, you know, start to discuss some of these schisms and these differences that continue to kind of keep us from uniting under a common identity and goal um, so we can move forward and be a powerful um, community. So that's kind of like the backdrop.
0: Schisms. Conscious schisms. Let me get a definition, man. Shit, you. <laughs> All right, let's go back to Jabari for a minute. All right, um, some bullshit going around that the squad called Jabari pseudo. Uh, to my knowledge, no one has publicly called him that. Let me see. All right, so when you say a schism, you're talking about a split or division between strongly opposed sections or parties that's the definition you using so the separation you're basically saying the separation of the conscious community am i correct
1: yeah so it's it's separation okay. and it's it's primarily though yeah so we're looking into the psychology um and you know to my understanding i haven't heard any uh call Jabari pseudo. Where did that come from,
0: uh Cat? Um, probably with the conversation me and Divine had. Um just oh, a, it okay. was a few points that I didn't agree. It it was a, a few points that I didn't agree with, uh what Jabari was talking about, and I don't even necessarily think it was I didn't agree with it. He didn't he didn't uh I don't think he understood what Divine was saying. Um so you know they got into a long ass conversation. And, and they never can't and, and, and they just never could make each other understand what they was talking about now I understood what they was talking about all right, because I kind of uh, you know, just to study history It's um, certain things you you know, you understand like social memories and stuff like that I think we talked about that. But but uh, no, we I'm Ross Falls supports brother Jabari Um, and no, we don't have to agree with everything he says but it's hard not to it's hard not to agree with most of the stuff he's talking about. And I'm glad he's here. Because I sure as hell ain't got time, you know what I'm saying, to rebeat up all those people again. That's a fact. Right? And we always got new people coming in. So you know what I'm saying? That conversation needs to stay in the forefront. So I'm gonna give a shout out to Jabari for keeping that conversation in the forefront. You know what I'm saying I just can't do it. You know, I'm the original Hebrew killer. You know what I'm saying? I went on the terror of destroying the Hebrews. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just had to give him a break. Give him some mercy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the mercy rule was in effect when I was doing it. So I'm just off that. Like, like, like I'm to the point now where I feel like you can practice whatever religion uh, you want to practice as a black person, right? It's just levels to this shit. And so if you really want to find who you are, you go straight to who you are. You go to the earth, you go to the bones. You know what I mean? You go to the paleontology, you go to the archaeology, or uh, you go to these universities, uh, Chancellor Williams. Uh, tell I You go to the museums. He tells you, go to Europe first when studying in history. It's the reason why he says that, because, because the museums are storehouses, right, of stolen African artifacts. I'm going to bring up some, a document and show you just how many stolen African artifacts are in these damn museums. So I stay in the museums, and when I go in these museums, right, I don't see the Hebrew stuff. You can go to Israel and today's museum, they'll have Egyptian artifacts. Why is that? So I already realized that it's a certain segment of the population that wants to be Moors, right? It's a certain segment of the population that wants to be black Christians. There's another uh, segment of the population that wants to be uh, uh, Orthodox Muslims. There's a certain segment of the population that wants to build, wants to build a nation of Islam. And there's a certain uh, uh, set of population that wants to be. Uh, black Hebrews, and then you can divide and split that up and African Methodists and do all that, right? For me, I'm good. I'm good with nature, right? And that's why I'm so proud of the squad because to a man and to a woman, let me say it again, to to a woman and to a man, right? We all understand that nature is the great power, that nature is the mother-father, that that, that that nature is our primary role model. Nature is our primary ancestor, right? So, hey, I got I to gotta let them live. You know what I'm saying? Like, live. And, and what I do is, what the squad do is, right, we want to promote methodology so that you can see the truth. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, man, that Hebrew thing, that thing ain't going to never get settled. Because it it's level to this shit. And it takes a certain level and a certain understanding to really get it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Come on, man. So, hey. Hey, man. So, the brother got out. I mean, we got the brother back. All right? I just want the world to know that so we don't get that, you know, get that confused. You know what I'm saying? And the way he do his thing, right, I don't got to fight the way he fight. Right? We still on the same side. So it ain't gonna be no Hebrews jumping them, you know. For, it ain't gonna be no more. It ain't gonna be none of that. You know what I'm saying? Cause the squad is we sit tight and ready, but ain't nobody giving them no trouble. They can't handle him. So it ain't even. We don't need. We, we, we good. That's good. Matter of fact, they should have a debate. They should have Jabari, uh, Shaka. Let me see. Shabari, Shaka, and who else was name y'all was saying? Be a good team against the Hebrews. Shabari, Shaka, and maybe um. Damn, it's one more now. Who else? Shit. You know what? Because I... they're gonna do a debate. You know what I mean? They trying to think. They trying to figure out a thing. I think Jabari, Shock, and maybe one more person. I think that'll be a formidable team against any of them fools up out there with the egoism, Joe. You know? They can handle that. But go ahead. What was you going to say?
1: No, I mean, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that he. I think that the way that the debates are going at this point is the best way to address the issues because no one has Jabari's background like he does what he does I don't see the purpose of bringing someone else on the platform to discuss um, the Hebrews when he's already smashed all of them out like what would be that purpose there's there's no purpose in that like he can articulate for himself himself but I just want to say that I brought up Jabari only to talk about the schisms because the people, the characters are irrelevant. We got to address, you know, the the belief system. So you said earlier that there is nothing that we can do about Hebrewism, but the problem is if we can't unite under one ideological core, it's going to be very difficult for us to unite period. That's one of the things that I personally have against some of the proposals that Divine was teaching because I don't think that what he was saying um, completely reflects history and what we've been through as a people. you know, I think that we have to understand the reason why we are separate, and why we have so many schisms, and why we have so many different belief systems, and and we have to be willing to do something about it. A lot of people say we can't unite under one ideological. Um, yeah, um, like, yeah, why yeah, can't no. we? Why can't? Oh, because
0: oh no no no, I, I think Ujol puts it the best. We ain't gonna never unite like that. But we can ally with each other though but who yeah would, you know what i'm saying like we can ally with the hebrews and fight against but who right
1: it? listen but we're okay so this brings me back to the question but where is the research that says that we cannot you cannot unite if you don't share the same ideological core you see the culture of what who you are as a people is rooted in your belief systems and your values if those belief systems and values are are chaotic and just all over the place you can't unite that's why we're in that's why we have schisms because we don't share the same values because we've been taught that we we can be separate but we can also be the same that's not true if we want to have a a A united front, we have to have the same ideological core and belief systems. And today I wrote a blog on it just so people can understand the importance of this. Because actually, Polite was talking about his business decisions yesterday, but he was using business out of context because business and marketing is not only just about. making money, it's about selling people your culture and your ideology as well. So you have to be able to have a a unified front. And that starts with beliefs. In therapy and psychology, when a person comes to your office and they talk about their issues and their problems and some of the things that they're going through, the first place that you start when you're identifying the problem is you start at the belief system. So when you have people in this conscious community with no educational background, with no experience on how people change, teaching other people that it is not possible to unite under one ideological core, you're gonna have a problem. Because if you believe that you can't unite under one ideological core, then that means you do not have a chance of gaining empowerment or, um, or um, overcoming racism and white supremacy. The ideological core is what changes the culture. And if we're talking about changing cultures, we have to be—we have to be serious about understanding how these ideological differences continue to create divisions and different schisms in our community. Like it may be a tough um, pill to swallow. I'm not telling anyone to to give up their belief systems, but I'm saying that if you are truly Truly, truly sincere about um, the liberation of African people, you have to consider your belief systems. If you're saying that you can't consider your belief systems, then maybe this is not the community for you. Maybe you should be in the marketing field. Maybe you should go to Hollywood. Maybe you should be a public relations person. Because if you're saying you're conscious, that means that you are a carve out of the not of the African-American community and you are working towards a common goal you can't do that with all these different belief systems and I truly believe it can be done all the big all the large corporations do it if you look at apple if you look at windows if you look at businesses the what makes them successful is their culture (laughs) like the company I work for their culture is relationships integrity innovation and communication and everything is driven by that core belief. In the conscious community, it seems that our core beliefs is driven by pseudoscience, right? Is driven by the marketplace, which is okay. And it's driven by people who never really even study culture. You can't say from my perspective, that you we, we will never have the same differences. You have to show me the research. Show me the businesses that have the same core belief systems and they're successful. Show me all um, these other racial groups who shared the same core ideologies and was able to be successful. You can't say that we can't do it when it's being done every day.
0: All right, let me do this. All right, I heard you, and I want to look up the word "ally" for a minute. Let's come to uh Cambridge Dictionary and see what an ally is, and let's see what let's see what it's saying. Let's see if we can get some models Let's see if we can actually ally, bro- brother Ujao, Black African Power. Yes, you met I'm Raw Squad up, brother. How you doing?
2: I'm Raw Squad up. Hopefully, you can hear me. Uh, I can,
0: I can hear you.
2: All right, Black yeah. African Power. Yeah, I'm I'm just tuning in, so I'm trying to catch up to y'all. I'll yeah, we talk.
0: We, we trying to figure out. Uh, can we ally? Uh, Sister Nia thinks that we need to have the same. We we'll said it again, uh, sis.
1: Well, I mean, so you. So the question that was posed to me was, um, you know, where where did my inspiration for this? this specific um, headline come from and I just we we talked about that Mm -hmm. and um, we had we were talking about Jabari specifically and how he has really challenged the Hebrew um, community to look at their belief systems and so um, you know had made the point that you know we would we are never gonna be able to unite under one belief or ideological type of core. And and I was just saying that I, I disagree with that. I feel as though we can unite under one ideological core. And then I would even double the stakes and say, we cannot be a community if we do not have the same ideological core or else we're gonna continue to be um, um, divided, and we're going to continue to have problems and with very little solution. So that's where I was. I guess you were in the process of saying something else, but that's what my, um, my, um, my, my position was. And so I'm, you. I'm using, so we, kind of what we talked about earlier.
0: Ujawa.
2: Yeah. Well, based on what you said, um,
0: let me read the word. Let me read this real fast. Shit, I'm on. Hold on, this out there. Read the word real quick. Can y'all see the screen?
2: Yeah.
0: All right, ally. Ally, right? Okay. It says a country that has agreed officially to give help and support to another one, especially doing. Uh, especially doing. Let me see. Especially during world, especially during a war, okay, um, just basically in that particular, um, uh, uh, statement right there, it says nothing about having to have the same beliefs or nothing. It's just basically uniting against a common goal, and I think that's important to really understand that. You know, you feeling? It's just uniting against a common goal, and I think that the the, uh, the Black Hebrews black Christian nationalists, the atheists, the real black atheists, uh, we're all being subjected to the same forces. And how we decide to fight against each other, I mean, to fight against this this force, right, is based off of your ideology and it's based off of how you think you're going to best win. And so, you know, we can uh, ally together, you know what I'm saying, and have different commands. It's just when it's time to do our boycotts, right, or it's time to do our um, uh, uh, whatever it is, then we have to move as one. But 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 for you to move as one, you know I mean, don't mean you know what I'm saying that. <laughs> don't mean that you can't, you know, move as one. You don't gotta believe like I believe move as one. You know, like I don't believe in God, you believe in God. That don't mean we can't go whip your ass. We go whip that ass. You know what I'm saying then come back and you can go make your ten prayers, and I can just go chill and read a book as long as we know when it's time for us to go. we go, you might pray before you go, You know what I'm saying I'm gonna get my things, and I'm just going. That's what I'm saying. It's just you gotta be on the same page as allies. you do not have to have the same ideology. that that's not that's not true, but go ahead Joe
2: um, I don't know. I say that um there's a difference between unity and I use the word confederacy because a confederacy is, if you look up the word confederacy and what a confederacy is, it's, it's what you're saying um, where um, two people or two groups of people or two communities, whatever um will get together for a temporary um, outcome for a temporary goal. And that's what businesses do. Um, Apple and Microsoft form a, um, a confederacy to work on an exchange between the Microsoft word products and some products where they cross platforms and things like that. But Apple is Apple and Microsoft is Microsoft. Microsoft has its, its um, mission, its goals, its uh, set of values and the hierarchy within that there that differs from Apple. Cause if they were the exact same, then it would be no need to have a Microsoft and an Apple um, with two different uh, staffs board board members and the whole nine and everything like that. So that's a confederacy and it kind of t- kind of blurs into um, having an ally, whatever the case is. But allies more so dealing with um, fighting more so. But um, and then unity is what Naya is talking about where in order to truly unify, you have to have the same you have to be anchored into the same fertile soil. You can't you can't have a different foundation and expect to be unified. That's just not happening. And and in fact, in order to unify, which um, you know we can bear witness of it happening, that's what happens. They, they had you have to have a core set of uh, synchronized or identical uh, values and hierarchy on um, what you place values in, because your culture dictates your values and what you're gonna what resources you're going to dictate towards solving whatever problems so if let's say abortion let's 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 say we have a list of 10 value systems that in 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 a in a neighborhood our neighborhood has a list of 10 things that are important to it and let's say abortion is on the bottom of the list let's say you know uh just abor- the issue of abortion or whatever teen pregnancy or something let's just say that and then another community Will have the same issue, but it's but it's at number one on their list. Now the other community is going to dedicate more resources and more focus, more energy, and more attention on that issue than the other community that I mentioned, the previous one, community A, community B. So the way you respond to problems, future problems, the way you respond or how you set up preventive measures and uh, challenges that come your way is dictated by. Your your value system that is dictated by your culture. So unless those are in alignment, then you're not going to be truly unified because it's like your it's like a boxer where his right hand is left hand. One hand is slower than the other. Then you then you know you won't be able to have that same effect as if both hands were just as powerful and just as fast and so on and so forth. So that's where that's the difference between the two. And so we'll we'll never have unity. So, so what I always say is that people who claim and, and, and want unity and, and what they say, they say, hey, let's come together and unify. But when they say that, they'll say, let's set aside our differences and unify. That's what I say is impossible that you, you're never going to do that. That's the opposite. You can never set aside differences and then unify. You have to address the differences in order to unify. You can't you can't come into a room into a into a round table meeting and then and then outside the hallway, uh uh lay, lay your differences out there in the hallway and then come into the meeting. Because then that's a superficial fake unity. Because of course you're gonna unify if you set aside differences. That's like that's 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 a self- that's like stupid. I mean that's it's so obvious that if I set aside all my differences between you, then of course we're gonna unify. But that's temporary. And like Naya said every action or behavior that you do is based on your, your thoughts and your thoughts are rooted in your belief system. So if you set aside your belief system out the door and you come in the room, then everything we do is just superficial because I'm gonna always go back to my belief system. So eventually the, the unity that I thought we had is gonna eventually dissolve and, and, and uh, evaporate and go away. And then we're gonna be at odds with each other again. And that's what's been happening in our communities from day one up until now. For decades and decades and decades, everybody has this fake unity because we never really address the differences. Everybody want to run away from the differences instead of systematically with a with a uh, sound method to address the differences and see if there really are differences uh, and if so, what are they and how can we reconcile them if possible. So, so I'm 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 just going over both what both of you all said. I think um, that's my take. But now, so if you're asking me the, um, the question, I would say that, no, you cannot unify unless you're grounded in the synchronized core, core um, value. And that's culture. That's what culture is about. So we're never going to be able to unify. Now, what we can do, because it's temporary, is form a confederacy with other groups. And that's the difference. And I'm going to add this last thing. Our best model, and I'm going to say this till the wheels fall off. Our best model for for unity and how to do it and how to sustain it is ancient Egypt aka Kemet because why because ancient Kemet unified multiple small communities over roughly a 4,000 mile geographical territory before there was ever a, a method of fast communication and whatnot because with multi with um di- digital age, we could synchronize our thoughts very quickly because I, I could send you an email and get you on get you on the same page with me. You know, if I if I want something done, I can tell you what my idea is, and you can agree or disagree very fast. But in ancient times, they didn't have that luxury. So ancient Kemet pulled off a miracle by unifying a three thirty five hundred to four thousand mile geographical territory. Of multiple communities and they sustained that unity for about 3,000 years. You have 42 what they call gnomes or sapat 20 and 22 forming two large groups and those two large groups form one kingdom called Kemet and they were a, a political state kingdom and they stayed unified. Why? How? Because they found a, a synchronized core system that they established and they maintained it. And that's how it was done. I mean, I'm I'm giving a real, real, real gist of it, but it's 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 something it's something to be studied. If we want to unify today, Kemet is the role model that we should study and figure it out, figure out how they did it so that we can apply um those methods to here and now. But you can't do that if if the line if the meta hasn't been deciphered.
0: All right, <laughs> go ahead, Naya. Yeah, and I just wanted
1: to um, thank Wujabu for that excellent clarification. Um, um, divided, and we're going to continue to have problems at, on unification. Um, because you know what I want people to understand is I don't want you to think in terms of your beliefs and your religion. Okay, just let's look at what the word ideology means, you know. And when you just look at ideology, we're talking about it's a comprehensive set of normative beliefs, conscious and unconscious ideas that an individual group or society has. You know, so we're looking at our ideology, how we how we approach problems, how we think of ourselves who are we what are our beliefs what do we want what are our political aims like this stuff has to be synchronized and for me a person who works with people in psychology it is very disturbing for me to hear people say that you can't do it because it can be done And I love you, but I mean, I just disagree with people who make those type of statements because it's not true. And so then I begin to question, why are you saying that? Why are you saying that it's not possible for our community to unify? (laughs) It is absolutely possible, but it takes hard work and determination and a group effort. So... You know, if you step outside your beliefs and your own needs and your own wants and look at the group, then you'll see how we can form a cohesive united front based on the same ideologies. We can do it. It just takes a lot of research and a system because businesses do this every day. When you establish a business, the first thing that you do is develop a mission statement. You develop your objectives, your goals, right? You 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 write out what your mission is. What do you stand for? What are your core belief systems? And from that core belief system, then you begin to develop means of bringing income into your business so you can make profits, so you can feed your family, so you can possibly help your community. And you are either successful at this or you unsuccessful. There's no such thing as you can't do it when you have businesses do it every day. You have 501Cs, you have corporations, you have all these business entities, which you are a business entity. You have all these business entities developing core ideological systems and moving forward with those um, belief systems and programs and they're being successful at it. We can do that as well. But if we have people saying we can't do it, then that's a problem. Because that means that we have people in the community who really don't understand the stages of change and how you move from being ambivalent about doing something to the action stage of doing something. It's it's a process and it can be done. But you have to change your psychology and you have to change the way you think about change. You just can't sit in the corner and say it can't be done, it can't be done. It can be done, but
0: people have to be willing to do it. So so let me ask you this then. Are you saying that a Hebrew gotta stop being a Hebrew? Is that what you mean? No. I'm not
1: saying I'm not saying that a Hebrew has to stop being a Hebrew that's not that's not how I would frame
0: how would you frame it, it then? because that's what I kind of meant that we ain't gonna never get anybody to stop having their different beliefs like that ain't gonna work you can forget about that well we come from such a diverse <laughs> but who are the diverse these
1: people but who has who uh? people the first step is not to worry about a hebrew being a hebrew or more being a more more who are we as african pe- as people living in this in america who are we
0: they say they more is living in america they say they hebrews living in america how do you deal with that
1: right you and and Mujawu was talking about it you have to form you have to form a cohesive Idea, uh, ideology based on a shared experience. So, let me just read this to you so you can understand.
0: So, I know, but does that eliminate them being at that? I think that's what everybody really no, want to hear. No, it, does it that eliminate let me, that? Let me
2: let me say this. Can I say something real quick? Uh, um, I want to say this
0: question. Y'all can't leave that question. Come on, y'all.
2: Yeah, I want to answer it. Can you I that can I answer it? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, one, we got to get out of our heads that all 7 billion people on the planet are going to be unified. All right. So once we get that out of our heads and we also get out of our heads that the entire African continent was unified, that was never that, that, that never occurred in history. And (laughs) for us to, for us to um, think that that's going to happen now, we will be very delusional. So when you ask the question, do Hebrews or whoever else have to stop being what they, what they are, the answer is No, it's, it's a it's a it's a um, it's a conditional statement if we are to unify the the in order to do that you have to synchronize the core value system whether you whether you do it or not is up to you but if you want this done then you have to do X y and z and it, and those who refuse to do X y and z then obviously they're not going to be within uh, the outcome of, of of so, the uh, others who uh, are doing X, Y, Z. So you said you
0: had to synchronize your core value system. So what are the Hebrew values? Let's do that.
2: Uh, that's too many.
0: Example.
2: Well, that's, I mean, give that's. Me Just give me two. What you would
0: think the Hebrew value was.
2: I mean, I don't know. It, it goes, when I say, when I say, uh, when we say value system, it, it speaks to the cultural value system. It's a laundry list of of whatever their, their um whatever dictates their, um, their life and their living and their thoughts and their behavior and how they view things. I, I gave the example I, I gave a quick little example about teenage pregnancy in my, in my early example. About two, two communities and the subject of teenage pregnancy and abortion or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, so you, you can pick one and then see where people are on different issues. You know, so but I mean, that would, that would take a long time to run no, down the list. I
0: mean, to get, I mean, to basically get done
2: what we need to get done.
0: So let's talk about what we need to get done first. Like, we basically need to be able to control uh, our economics.
2: But hold on. Okay. Beliefs. Okay, good. Right. All right. So now that hey, you let's said. Do
0: that for a minute because that's going to bring us some money. I mean, that's what I, I mean, I'm in Atlanta now. You are too. They got Buddhist temples around here. They have Hindu temples. They have the Mormon church. Like, they got spectacular shit. And we be having, we be having niggas take a million dollars and don't build shit with it. You know what
2: I'm saying? Okay, so now right. you're you us
0: that's that's good that so okay, so your first economics. Go
2: ahead. Right. So your first question was uh um you give an example of what we need to do. So now this is the, so it's it goes together because um we may see something as a problem where the next man may not see it as a problem. So remember it you can't solve anything if you don't even think it's a problem in the first place. So so you're you're not gonna look for a solution. To something that you don 't even realize that's a problem and and so your culture dictates what's problematic for you and it dictates how you solve that problem and the time energy resources that you dedicate towards solving that problem so the difference so, so if we're going to talk about Hebrews specifically they the yeah, Hebrews I'm make example. right so so it goes for any group any group if if that group doesn't see something as a problem then then you're out of sync. You're not the same effort's not going to be going to be um, there for to solve it because one group of people may not even see it as a problem at all.
0: So we talk about economics. I think everybody see that. Everybody yeah. sees our economics. That the but way but a lot of money,
2: but a lot of people don't. Okay, so a lot of people a lot of
0: money is is retarded. I think everybody can see that.
2: Okay, so now. Uh, the, African-centered, the African-centered view of economics is that economics really comes down to relationships, whereas other people just see economics as a B2B, business-to-business, uh, um, producers, serv- pro- providers of products and services with co- consumers. People think that economics is just a movement of money, but other people may see, econ- is see economics for real- what it really is, which is relationships, So and, and there's people who written about that. That economics is nothing, nothing about money. It's about relationships. So until and we it,
0: and what you value,
2: right? So, so, so until we can even get a synchronized, synchronized on that definition of what economics is, then trying to tackle it with people who not who not in sync, but, it, it's, okay. it's dumb. I it's know, crazy.
0: but that don't. But 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 being a Hebrew don't stop you from recognizing that.
2: No, I'm not saying it does. That's why I say I, I got off the Hebrew, right? I'm I'm going to stop mentioning Hebrew because I don't no, want like to because
0: that, that, that's, that's what we be saying from, from time to time. Like, so I'm just trying to figure out just for myself. Like, I'm saying, like, we we in our minds right now, right? And we try, what, what we want to see is is that if being a Hebrew or if being an atheist or if being a black Christian nationalist, does that stop you, you know what I'm saying, for dealing with issue one, our economics?
2: It will stop. Yes you. Or no. Yeah, it, it, yes, it will stop you if you do not see economics as the establishment of relationships. So, yes.
0: But to be honest with you, successful trade, right, with any nation is based off of the relationship you have with that trading partner. Am I correct in that?
2: Yeah, uh, that's uh commercial intercourse. Yeah. Commerce.
0: Right. So that's a relationship you have but see the the problem with this conversation
1: is that it this conversation is not a, it, it's not appropriate for what we're talking about right now because the problem the problem with this whole line of conversation is that we're missing we're missing the point okay you can look at history and get the answers to your questions black people have been in this country, in in this country for 500, 400 and something years. You know, we came in primarily as kidnapped victims. There were Black people here, but for the most part, our ancestors came in in the 17th century. We assimilated into American culture. And in that assimilation, we developed beliefs and a culture in that culture it is the melting pot right it's the bring everyone into the melting pot and everyone will get a piece of the pie we can organize under our differences we can be whoever we want to be and you can see in that system that we have not gained anything since the day after the emancipation of slaves. We still don't have wealth after 500 years. We still don't have an economic base after 500 years. We still aren't unified after 500 years. So you're asking a redundant question, because if, if you can do it, if we could do it, it would have been done already. So the answer your question, absolutely not, you cannot do it because at the core of any Hebrew cannot do
0: what you can't be a Hebrew or atheist, and so you saying no matter so you saying we can't do it, period.
1: No, I'm giving you context. (laughs) I'm telling you it hasn't been done yet. That's what I'm telling you. You're asking, can it be done? I'm saying no, because we have we have history to look back on, and we can see our experience in the United States, and you can see that that has failed. We've wait. tried to tr- we've tried integration. We've tried the melting pot. Yeah, great. Wait, to-
0: wait, 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 wait.
1: We've tried different. Let me finish my point. We've tried different. Um, Religious um, national belief system. We've done all that, and all of that has failed. So you're asking the question, "Can you do it?" No, because history says that you can't. Naya doesn't say that you can't. Wujawu doesn't say that you can't. History tells you that you can't. Can't do what?
0: History tells you you can't do what? Because I was specifically asking a question based off of what we was talking about, and you said it was irrelevant.
1: They, they and economic. I said,
0: economically speaking, can a Hebrew or atheist unify together to get the money right? Nick, that's what I was saying. We have fuck a, what a, history said well, at this point?
1: Well, you can't fuck. You can't say what history says because history no, I, tells you I, what answers your question.
0: Yeah, but that's not true because we had because we okay. controlled a lot of commerce in cities. It was okay. not until we came and dealt with See, uh, you, uh, the you, civil you, rights you, movement when you, we lost you, you a lot had, of. them. Hold on, we had a lot. That, see, first of all, I don't like that thing that what we can't do, what we haven't done. History will clearly show that we have functioning businesses.
2: Okay, but Actually, um, let me I may ask you a question. Now, hold,
0: on, hold on for you ask me make my point because you can go back to the Great Depression when black people had money and white people didn't. I I start breaking out the books and prove that right now if that's what we want to do. So I'm saying is I don't like that what we can't. History has not shown that we can't do that. History has shown when we do it, we get attacked for doing it. That's what history shows. Seriously, because I refuse to think that 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 the Mexican community, the Jewish community, the uh uh, uh Russian community, they all come and get money. All right. Shit, black people get money from day one in America. Okay. Quietness
2: okay, so, so go ahead. Okay, so I want to say something because you're speaking to the point I made earlier. Is because is because you said, let's back up to what you said. You said during the depression, black people had money, white people didn't. Now you said when you yep. said when when we do it, the the quote we we when we do it we get attacked for doing it now because we were not unified and we did not have a a uh, synchronized core value system called culture when we did come under attack we were defeated and so this is why i say kemet is the perfect role model is because kemet lasted for three thousand years and people try to sleep on that and downplay that and say "Oh, kemet fell every single agent uh civilization is not here today so it fell so we're not speaking about the rise and fall of it. We're talking about what it did do when it, when it was um, op, fully operational. 3,000 years is a long time. So the thing is that if you, if you have a synchronized cultural base, an anchor to tap into, to root yourself in, then when, not if, but when you come under attack, you know how to handle it you know how to react to the to the situation just like nature if a thunderstorm comes through you know how to react to that you know to roll your windows up you know to get an umbrella and so on and so forth so when we get attacked if we do do something we'll know how to react to it but if we're divided a divided house cannot stand so if we have a division at the core level at the basement level of everything then we're vulnerable we open ourselves up to be vulnerable So that's the point. And what it sounds like you're saying is that that, uh, yes, a Christian can do business with a Muslim and can do business with an atheist and so on and so forth. And that's what I mean. Doing business is a different story. We, We can exchange money and exchange products and services with people outside of our our ideological circle. We can do that. We do that all day, every day right now. So that that's a given. That's 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 how capitalism is operating right now. But it what economy and what you're, what you're talking about doing is definitely going to have to take a cultural base right there at the basement level, at the bottom, at the, at the uh, bedrock level, there has to be in sync in order to, ha- in order to have an actual John, that's economy. Why I
0: was trying to get that. I was trying to get that conversation out. And, you know, now was like, well, it was really kind of kind of wasn't relevant P- probably to what she the way she was thinking. But in my mind, I was really trying to break it down to basically see if a person being a Christian or Muslim would stop them for unifying economically. That, well, but, that's you gotta,
2: but you got to be careful when you say unify economically. No, you can do business. I
0: don't mean, I mean, ally, no, 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 my fault. Ally with each other.
2: Yeah, yeah, you can do I, business. Like,
0: because because then that's why I'm saying it a word. Because whether you're Muslim, Christian, or Jew, you need to drink water. Am I correct in that? Right. You also need to have food. Am I correct in that? Yes. So it wouldn't be hard for these groups to come together and have some type of farming system to have some kind of control of water because, you know, we, we buy water from companies all the time. It's not hard for us to get our own water and sell it within our communities. I see people doing it all the time, no matter whether, you, because you got the Hindu community and within the watch this, here's a good part right here. Within the Hindu community, you have Muslims that are Hindu, right? And I probably speak to your point. You' talking culture now, but you still got Hindus and people to practice Hinduism, but they still work together. You ever notice well, that's,
2: that? Well, but now, now you you're saying what I'm what I said earlier. I said that people can form confederacies. And and do temp do temporary things for a goal like you said food and water but what's going to end up happening say that's a temporary fix but what's going to end up happening is that you're going to have people arguing over well I want to deal with alkaline water and other people be like well no nah, I could just do any water And then the food is like all right well I'm vegan or you know I'm not trying to do market. I'm not trying I'm not trying to do with meat because cow that, cow though. cow no 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 Mark I'm gonna saying tell you that. so if more no. people
0: don't buy buy vegetables than buy cow then you would, you know, what I'm saying, like, you know, like Muslims eat meat, but, 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 in the Hindu tradition, they don't eat meat; they're vegetarians.
2: So, right. So, 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 to a Hindu, a Hindu, a, a okay. Hindu is not gonna, a Hindu is not gonna be interested in if, if, I'm not gonna say Hindu or Muslim. People who don't eat meat are not gonna be interested in growing and herding cattle to slaughter for meat, and then those who do eat meat are are going to do it.
0: Right. So, so you would control that part then then the part you do you would control that but, still but that's, but that's
2: a, okay but what you're not what' I'm, I don't think you're understanding is that in order to have both of those simultaneously existing there has to be a nexus that that keep that connects the two and keeps the two connected harmoniously and what that is is a synchronized cultural base. And, and until you do that, it's never going to be that nexus there. Yes, you could temporarily interact with each other, but it's always going to be temporary. It's like a Band-Aid. It's always just going to be temporary. That's what we've been doing. That's what we do. It's like it's like it's like H2O. It's like H, uh, hydrogen and oxygen until until you have that molecular bond. there, water will never be formed. It will always simply be hydrogen and then oxygen separately. But until you have that molecular bond there that's going to combine the two to form H2O and keep it together like that, the water will never exist. So just like you can have uh, vegans and meat eaters. Yeah, you can coexist uh, time to time, stuff like that, but it's not going to be a bond there. That 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 third thing that's going to keep it glued together. And what I'm saying for the purpose of what we're talking about, that's what a culture does. A culture, a unified, synchronized cultural base. And that's why I say, like, what's important to people who are really African-centered, we don't need a, um, a, a civil rights movement or a revolution and stuff like that. We need a we need a spiritual revolution. We need a spiritual cultivation uh, revolution. And that may sound strange for to a whole bunch of other people. So and that speaks to my other point. What do people value? What do people value? Because because if you look under the hood, people want to handle that first, build the bedrock foundation, whereas some people just look at the surface stuff. They're like, man, food, clothing, shelter, I need some money, and I'm, I'm just going to deal with all that kind of stuff right now. And so that's going to be a tug of war because those people who feel that way, they're going to dedicate their mind, their research, their money, their energy into trying to find money, whereas the person who sees the, the higher value in The behind the scenes intangible aspect of things, they're going to put their mind, energy, and money into that, and then it's going to be a split house and and it's less progress. So it always comes back to it, man.
0: So, once again, how do the Hindus do you have Hindu Muslims? We see it all the time in Atlanta, they work well together.
1: Well, but you, but that's but we're not Hindus, though. Hindus have a culture. We, the the problem is this the first, there are rules to how behavior
2: how you change behavior well, hold on i'm, I'm sorry now when you say hindu hindu are you saying the ideology of hinduism and and the ideology of islam or are you talking about indians indian I'm Muslims? i'm
0: saying that the indian group collective <laughs> all of them aren't hindus and all of them aren't muslims you can go right there
2: matter okay now that, i understand that but what you said was a little confusing what you all said, all said all was all confusing what you, what you, I understand what. that's understand that. But what you said earlier was confusing. You said Indian. Hindu. You said Hindu Muslims instead of saying no, no, Indian Muslims.
0: I'm correct corrected, Mister Corrector. So check this out.
2: No, no, I'm just saying because you, you confused the mess oh out of gosh. me with
0: that. So, <laughs> man, so get out here. Hold on, hold on, night So we're you not remember not the market we do? went to, right, Remember the market we went to?
2: Uh, yeah. The uh, the Indian market. Okay.
0: There you go. I There you go. I have to say no more. Go ahead, night
1: Okay, so. So, so I'm I'm assuming that you're talking you're talking strictly about economics and
0: what yeah, i was talking about i was just taking your my
1: position point. that are primarily we should unite under what um, black the black dollar what's your position because you still haven't said that you're asking questions but you're
0: right
1: stating right. I didn't your get a position, position on
0: because I know money so, talking bullshit walk at the end of the day okay, okay. and then we could. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so I don't want to keep the uh, conversation bogged down now. Um,
2: Okay. Let me, let me, let me ask you this then, because now let's, let's, let's look at, let's look at what happens today. Um, People, our people, black people, African-Americans, they, they, they get their hands on a lot of money and we see, Uh and we see, we see people out there that do that. Now they have access to the money. They have the money. They could be liquid or in assets or whatever, but but how they spend it and what they do with it is dictated by their ideology, their culture, and, and what we were talking about that's under the hood, that's the intangible stuff. Mm-hmm. So if I like if I if I come in contact, let's say I, I inherit a billion dollars, based on my value system and my and my ideology will dictate what I do with that billion dollars. You know, I may be of the mindset of blowing it on, I need 20, 20 um Bugatti cars a 25-room mansion house and I'm single by myself, which makes no sense, you know, and I could blow it there, spend it, go to strip, go go to the strip club and all that stuff because that's the high value in my system, in my belief system, in my culture, where I, you know, where I stand. And so, so having money, I'm just using it as an example. I know that's just a, a crazy example, but I'm saying having money is not the solution. It's always going to come down to your bedrock ideology on what you do, your actions, your behavior and what you do with what you have and everything like that. That's what's always going to come down to. It's always going to come down to that because we have celebrities. We have like, for example, we were talking. Um, one of the points that was raised by um, uh, was the fact that let's take, let's say you just take Jay-Z and Beyonce together because they're a married couple and everything. And their combined net worth, their, their combined worth. Uh, imagine what they can do with the money and access and and the uh, clout and influence that they have. Now, whatever they're doing right now is what they're doing. But imagine if their culture and they were thoroughly anchored into something that we all share and they can actually push forward that agenda. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like yeah. uh start start a uh, like for example, let's 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 say they were thoroughly African centered, thoroughly rooted in and students of dr amos wilson and they take that blueprint blueprint for black power 600 plus page book and they apply their influence money clout and all that stuff to implement and activate everything that that book spells out you see i'm just giving that as an example they could do that them teaming up with uh dr dre with that billion dollar uh beats beats by dr dre deal and oprah winfrey all the big all the big giants that's making that that kind of um seven seven figure eight figure uh bank accounts and whatnot imagine if they were rooted in the same synchronized uh bedrock culture with the island with the value system comes with it the ideologies that come with it imagine how much they could do and it has been said that they could do more than Dr. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X in their day with uh and do that today.
0: Right. Yeah, well guess guess what? Guess what? I don't get off into telling people to do do with their money at all. <laughs> I think it's crazy as hell, I think it's idiotic, and I think it's hating. So I ain't the one to tell nobody to do nothing with their money.
1: Okay, so listen. So that's a good
0: point. But
2: that's what culture right? does, though.
1: Right, that's what culture is supposed to do. Nah, so nah,
0: that- culture don't tell you. Nah. That's
1: a, see, that's nah. That, See, that's the that's a great point. Just to let's just kind of rock with Wujawu's thought because that's right, rock part. Okay. Because part of part of the solution is honesty, right? Because the reason why you have so many celebrities and people with affluence um, and with with money who's not really anchored and African centered is because they're primarily anchored in Westernized culture that is based in materialism and consumership. So when you get your dollar, then what you do is you spend it. You spend it on leisure time activities, on lifestyle, shoes, clothes, strippers, um, what, um, food. Um, food is important, but clothes, all type of materialistic things that really have no value. Outside of the value that we put in it in our westernized culture. And so, those African Americans who are here, they have all this money and they have all this influence, but yet our community as a group is suffering. So, that's a great example, Wuja, because if we want to change that and if we want to see the group, we're talking about the group, the fact that we have 45 million people in this country, half of those people in this country are under 18 out of the like 22 million people like 30 percent of those kids live in poverty they grow they go to schools where um, they don't have the best resources they don't have access to good health care they don't have access to um where are you talking the, about
0: that now?
1: i'm talking about in the united states of america that's what that i'm talking what? about
0: see you know I'm what's funny go. you know what's funny about that i don't give no excuses for that and you know why i will give no excuses for that because we is in this crazy ass place called america and and, and it's okay, so damn crazy stop. hold on uh-huh. and it's so hold on i'm making a point it's so crazy naya that i remember being raised in the hood early on and it was choices that my mother made that changed that but go ahead
1: but we're talking about the group. And see, that's the problem with being in the West, is everything begins to talk about. We you're talking about the individual. We're talking about the group. I'm saying that in the in the ghettos of America, black people are suffering while you have celebrities and African Americans who are living really well. Woojawoo saying if we took those resources that we had in our community and we worked and we and we developed Uh, a core ideology such as I'm my brother's keeper, or we develop some core uh, ideologies based on African-centered education. Maybe they can invest in the schools that they have in in Atlanta. You know, you have Brother Baruti, he has a school. Maybe they can invest in maybe going into these hoods and building uh, African-centered programs. Like maybe they can come in St. Louis and refurbish some of these homes, you know.
0: Don't Basically, they do what, some of that, though? Um, Hell, don't over... Like, did no, do, do you really look into what they do? Don't they do some of that? Yeah, yeah this is, like, did one
1: of my favorite subjects. and I'm Okay,
0: not, go for it. Rock on. Go ahead. I'm, go ahead, Rock. I'm
1: not making yes. it up. I'm just yes, saying... Um, so, no, I'm saying, go ahead, Rock. Yeah, so, I kind of lost my point now. But I'm just saying, I was just trying to, you know, let's build on what Wu Jawa was saying, because you know, it's doable. We can do it. We can develop an ideology based on, you know, economics. But like Ujahwu said, economics is not the core. It wouldn't help because there's a lot of issues with that. We have to focus on real tangible things that we can do. Focus on the community. Focus on investing in children, education, things to that matter. Right now, we're not focusing on that. We're focusing on materialism, and consumership and buying and buying and credit and debt and all those things are good but at the end of the day they're not
0: sustainable
2: okay i want to uh just hold
0: on on, joe but ain't that you know it's funny because that 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 seems to be the american way it's not i don't like the fact that that people think it's just black people that consume fuck it americans period consume too goddamn much how about that so I'm not thinking we spending no more than anybody else spending around here.
2: No, that's you not. That's not true. Oh, come on, man! Come on! Dude. Because you're not
0: looking at this. No, statistics. they might get a
2: okay. To it. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's let's pull right? let's pull up some statistics because 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 African Americans spend a certain amount of money annually. And what what is that figure? Um, what's the latest pull figure? Because oh, I I know man. it's like what uh. Somebody pull it up.
0: You pull it up, uh, you made a statement about we spending okay. money. Should anybody uh, spend money around this money? It's called America.
2: Wait, but, two but two trillion. Right.
0: They come from Africa. They come on and start spending money. But in
1: order for us to have a quality conversation, we have to talk about our group. We can't focus on other groups. We gotta focus on Yeah, African
2: centered. If we're gonna say uh African American centered right in, now. <laughs> you can't talk
1: about other people. We got to focus on our group because when you talk about other people, you're changing the argument. You changing the, you changing the, the,
0: the, the. No, no, no. I wasn't trying to change the argument. I was trying to say I don't think that's a good excuse to act like we the only ones spend money. I think it's a cult. It's a culture period. And you spoke to that earlier, Joe. And I think you said it, you Naya, that we've been Americanized, right? We, we're probably one of the groups that really can't afford to spend the money we spend the way we spend it, but we spend it anyway. And I've been in the goddamn hood, you know what I'm saying, and I'm telling you, everybody got bread in the hood.
2: Okay. Don't but, believe
0: the goddamn hype. Niggas got money. They just spend it what they want to spend it with.
2: Okay, Trust so them. that okay, and now you're speaking. You're speaking to my point. So what I'm saying is that what is I saw somebody type in the chat two trillion. And somebody else put one point 1.2 trillion point two trillion. Let's just. As
0: opposed do- to what else, though, that's what. a hey, I had to bring that point up, though.
2: No, no, I, no. I, I
0: feel what other groups spent. that's no, all it doesn't. But, see it.
2: Okay, but but regardless, the the other groups are irrelevant because we are trying to we're trying to do a, something uh, as 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 a, as a goal for African Americans. <laughs> Can we agree to that?
0: Hell or, no! I was trying to figure out what everybody else spent for this moment in time. I feel y'all, y'all right. God damn! Can I just can I just see what everybody? Oh
2: else yeah, is? look look it up. But let me let me make the point Should why I hear why you say
0: that shit all the time we spend more money than everybody. Oh no, nah, but I'm see really that
2: that wasn't see. well no, nah, but see that wasn't my claim. I I just said that we spend um a lot of money per year annually as a as a as a group of people. Let's just say African Americans, forty five million roughly African Americans in the United States. We as spend, opposed to what? No, there's forty five million African Americans in America. We agree mm-hmm. with
0: that. I don't I don't know the numbers.
2: Okay, but I'm saying you can look it up. It's around 45 million. All right. Now, the 45 million African Americans spend X amount of dollars annually. Can we agree to that? And I'm saying X by because I'm just, I'm just going to uh, go with what I'm somebody said. I, really I said
0: I don't really know those numbers, Ujave. That's why I said somebody got it. Just
2: no, don't. that's why I said X. I'm not, I'm not even giving you a figure. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we, we, I'm just following, follow the logic. I'm saying there, there's a number of black people in America. I'm I'm putting a number forty five million on that and those forty five million black people spend mm-hmm. and I'm not giving you a figure for this, I'm saying X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that X amount of dollars is reportedly said to be one point two trillion or mm-hmm. two trillion. So let's just go All with right. that for the sake of the conversation.
0: All okay. right,
2: now. Now and I'm not giving you a figure for this, I'm saying X up. amount of dollars. I'm hearing an echo. What's that? No, go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. So, so now the thing is, is that because the 45 million, um, African Americans don't have themselves anchored in a synchronized core value system, i.e. culture, mm-hmm. then how we spend the money. Cause you just said a, f- a few minutes ago, you said black people got money and stop mm-hmm. fronting, you know, black people got money. It's just that it they spend it. Whatever. So now if, if all 45 million African-Americans had, had a synchronized core value system and a hierarchy on what's important in, in, in the hierarchy or order of what's important or not, then we would take that $2 trillion, and I'm just using that as an example, we would take that $2 trillion and we would divvy it up based on that value system. So if we wanted to change the education, wow. let's, let's, say, let's, let's say education was the number one issue among the 45 million uh african-americans because the culture dictates that that's what that's, that's that's a high um a high value that's number one so instead of us spending two trillion on what we spend it on now which is like Lias said materialism on mm-hmm. um brand name brands um you know all the you know cars and all this other stuff we would we would put our resources and money into the education and so on and so forth so it speaks to the point that we move and do things based on what we're rooted in. And if we're not rooted in a synchronized system, then we're going to do things haphazardly. So you have people, and I gave an example of Jay Z, Beyonce, Dr. Dre, and through Oprah in there. And so, be, based on their value system, they're going to see what's important to them. And they have, yes, they have access to a lot of money, but they're going to they're behave and, and do something with it based on what's in their head and their belief system, mm-hmm. where, where they're rooted in. And it may, it may not be shared or it may not even be the problem that we need to take tackle because, you know, so, so, so that speaks to the whole point of this whole, you know, I'm not, but okay, so let's do this. Well then who fault is it?
0: Somebody said in Germany, baby got a couple million dollars in his mouth. So, so it's, so now I know you like, because now it's time to really get into, uh, the gist of what we're saying here. It's our consciousness. It, it, it's our, it's, it's who we are. It's the way we think is the way we've been socialized. Is that the reason for that? You know, we say racism, white supremacy, right? And what does that encompass? Is this the reason why we have so much money to spend, but yet don't spend it in the right way? You know what I'm saying? Are we not spending the right way? Are we spending the right way? You mean like, really, like who fault is it that a nigga go buy a car before he buy a house? Is it because of the way he was raised? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I was raised to do a certain thing and I decided to do other things. Who fault is that? Is it invisible hand guiding us up out of it? Is it the years of, of, of going through, uh, is it PTSS? You know what I'm saying? Is it deeper than all of this? You know what I mean? Can we ever yeah. get out of it? You know, yes. now he'll tell you we need to move.
2: No, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm Is he t-
0: right about that? I'm starting to think we need to argue about this motherfucker like tomorrow.
2: No, I'm gonna answer your question. I'm gonna answer your question. The 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 blame falls on the blame falls on the breakdown in the behavioral modification system. It is because the spirit, the there's no cultivation of that spiritual core. Now I'm using the word spirit, people have a different idea about the about the word spirit. So let's just say the psychological core for the sake of argument. That that the culture, there's no bedrock there. So there's a breakdown in the behavior. Like when we talk about school, church, and all these other things, they are behavioral modification systems. If they do not modify a person's behavior to be conducive for the prolonging of life and the advancement and the expansion of life for that's in common with the, with the group of people, then it's a failed, It's a failed system. So, we, so the system has failed. Period. That's what it is. So like you said, you were raised to do one thing, but you did the opposite.
0: Right, but the school didn't raise me to do that, the school didn't affect me, I don't listen, I ain't never listen to white people like that. Like my whole thing was to do the opposite of what white people was doing. What's good, MBK. That was my main thing, I don't want work, I don't want to be no slave working for white people, I ain't doing it. Right.
2: No, See, but that's, I that's...
0: I had no white friends, punch them in the mouth, like I was always on that. I can no. I can name one white guy, one white friend that I had. He was on a baseball team. We won a championship together. His name is DJ Scotty B. But, uh, he but be cussing. We was about 12, 11 years old. He'd be on the field cussing. You yeah. feel me? So I've all I fought against that. You know what I'm saying? So if I'd have listened to my parents and my aunts and them, right? I'm feeling like I would have been in a better position. They gave me tools.
2: Okay, to but now yo. Know? So you so feel me? Okay, but but I'm I'm speaking I'm speaking of a system, and when you speak of a system, you got to get out of the individual uh thing, right? Because exactly. because this because this is a thing. This is a okay. thing. You said, hold up, hold up. You said, you said, you said, you said, you said. Had you had you listened to your parents and stuff like that, what? it would have been different. Now, if there was a system in place and everybody had a synchronized system, because when I, the neighborhood I came from, uh, where every parent on the block had green light to to smack you up. If you got out of line, but right. today, today that doesn't. That was. T- today what? that that that's in D.C. on Harvard Street. I grew, I grew up on. H- oh,
0: man, get out of get shot. Hit somebody, child.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I'm saying, I'm saying. When I grew up, when I, when I grew from. Really? Yes, really.
0: Man, I I'm, I'm not.
2: I'm not. I'm not saying today. No, I'm telling you that, that can happen. And 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 I I went to a school where you got paddled. I went to a school where you got paddled. You they don't have that no more, huh? Then. No, that was a public school, Shaw Junior High School on 9th and Rhode Island in, in Washington D.C. Anybody could go look it up. They paddled, they paddled students. Wow. All right, right? so well, hold up, but but that's that's not my point. Why,
0: was it white I, students there or black students?
2: No, it was all black school, all black ran, all black staff, all black, black school, all all black, all black. Yeah, that's so. Some
0: shit right there, hitting some kid, yo.
2: But hold up, but see, okay, but see, that's that's the problem. See, you, I'm saying, ain't no that, damn that once you,
0: old motherfuckers ain't stayed with me, hit somebody's child, man. Is you serious, bro? Go think okay. about that for a moment, yo. Hero, like, wait, hero.
2: wait, wait, wait! Listen, it worked. Like, listen, you're, you're, you, you, you're not used to it, so you, you see it as a, you see it as an indifferent no, to it.
0: No, I went to a Catholic school, and as a matter of fact, they could, pal. As a matter of fact, the dumbass nun grabbed my arm, and I almost had to have my fucking arm amputated. So I am definitely used to that. St. Ambrose, Baltimore, Maryland. Google that shit. Yeah. I okay, know so, so
2: my system. point, all right, but my point is, is that. You got we when we talk about systems, we're talking about collective. So if if and the only the only reason why I brought up a a neighborhood is because a neighborhood, a neighborhood is a small cell of collectiveness. So I'm saying that that because you you made a comment, you said, had you listened to your parents, then blah, blah, blah. So I'm saying that that when you have a system in place and you work with the collective, then when when a single individual child don't listen to their children there are mechanisms within the culture that keeps that in check
0: yeah, okay so watch this is that in America anywhere but you know what I'm saying
2: there's no. a lot of things that's not yeah, in America we I'm have to create I'm it right? so I'm not I'm not saying it exists I'm saying oh, we would I'm have to create it that's part of the solution no, are we I'm talking that, solution
0: is that po- I'm saying is that possible
2: yes it's possible
0: <laughs> in America I'm thinking the very system of America breaks down all that type of. shit. No, man, nah, you know, it's
2: it's it's possible.
0: I think it puts you at I think I think American culture puts you at your most vulnerability.
2: It's it's everybody. possible.
0: But the fact that we've been cultivated as kidnapped victims, we're even more vulnerable because the system is about your social economics. Right, but the thing I'll is tell you this. go ahead, sis. So see the, the problem here is
1: that we we have to we have to just not complicate the situation because every major study that has been done on african-american children okay in any in all the areas um, whether it's education health um, um, prison um, law all the statistics show that the reason that we're in our position is not because of some individual reasons but because of racism and white supremacy.
0: Yeah, You have to
1: think about it that when 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 they ended slavery then they implemented the black codes while Americans and Europeans were accumulating wealth we were losing wealth so we're behind so it's not about um, someone doing something wrong it's that We're behind in the game. Every person that I know who has wealth, they got it from someone, somewhere. The idea that white people work harder than us, that's not true. Most of them get their wealth through generational wealth. So they mama gave them money. They mama gave them money. They mama gave them money. Black people didn't didn't have that same opportunity, so we're behind, and as a result, we have some deficiencies in certain mm-hmm. areas. That doesn't mean that individually we can't rise above that because we have, but as a group, we're still suffering. As a group, we are still in poverty. As in as a group, we're still imprisoned. As a group, we have health disparities. We're talking about the group and not the individual. And the research has already been done on this. The reason why we're behind. We're behind because of systematic racism. That's why we're behind. So, in order to correct what's happened to us we have to take some initiative and we have to start filling the gaps and going back and try to work as a community to fulfill some of the things that we're lacking. We need to educate our children. First of all, we need to develop, go back and develop African principles based on uh, rites of passages programs, you know, family and community responsibilities, because we've gotten away from that. So really, American culture is based in Western societies and I, European not, culture.
0: That takes you back. It's not based to initial,
1: in African culture.
0: That takes you back to your initial uh, uh statement you were saying. Remember that, right? What it was based in. You know what I'm talking about, right? hmm Takes you back to what you initially said. So, okay. All right. All right. I just had some questions. Let me let me ask y'all this question. <laughs> <laughs> why, be, why are you nope. asking those questions? I just feel like it tonight.
2: To nah, I know it's no, crazy. it's it's, it's good. It's it's, it's, a, good it's good a good conversation. All. I think I think people even in the chat are enjoying the build. Hey, uh, man, hey,
0: come on, man, we ain't gonna act like we don't think this way We're scared to say something, man. It could be wrong, and we all here to learn. So I mean, I'm actually, you know, I, I like I like I like with the information y'all putting forth, right? I'm just tonight. I just don't feel like no goddamn excuses. And not even saying y'all giving excuses. I will watch this. Let me give y'all this example, right? What about but, but the he's schools? Making what about our schools in our neighborhood? But see, uh, neighborhood. this is this is the
1: problem that this is uh, you're getting scientific information and you're uh, saying that it's excuses. I've given you all the information I'm giving no, you. No, no, no. Okay, my fault.
0: My own statement is so right? you gotta
1: bring the science.
0: You can't keep I it. I'm gonna bring some science. Watch this. You and i am giving you the scientific. Okay, I didn't. I didn't say you was wrong, did I? I just asked a question. You can't crucify a nigga for asking the question. God damn it! I know y'all smart. Let me ask the question. How about who is in control of schools in their neighborhoods?
2: Um, you neighborhoods? um what you talking about, public schools?
0: Public schools. Who controls the schools in their neighborhoods?
2: Uh, the school board. The local. The local school. They have a hierarchy. Uh, school board, the board of education.
0: They got regulations, right? Board now, of
2: education. Yeah.
0: Okay, so now is it not a fact that the students that go to their school, their parents are on a board. It's called the parents' teachers board. It's called <laughs> well, what's it called? Hold on, watch this. Yeah, it's not the parents, parents. No, 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 no. To no. no.
2: It's called
0: to my PTA. PTA. Now we know for a fact, right? That the public schools does not give public schools. All the money that they need. But parents have to kick in the rest. That is a known fact. And it's through your PTA, your P, how you said the PAA or PTA, whatever the hell you said now, yeah. That's exactly what it is, right? And so the problem is, black people do not participate in that at all. No, I won't say at all but I'm saying to the point where it's needed, where people need to give money to get extra computers and all that. Where other (laughs) communities, they support their schools. So what I'm saying is, if you're running around buying your kids uh, Jordans and everybody got a damn cell phone and the parents are buying that stuff because they are working hard, right? We, We don't even know how we can support our own schools. And then we'll be the first to complain about our schools. And I'm telling you this, so who, fault is that is that racism white supremacy making you buy Jordans right instead of buying a $50 pair of shoes and give $50 to the PTA board right right who's making you make dumb choices
2: Uh, I want I want first dibs. I want real quick (laughs) I'm gonna be real quick so listen so
0: no
2: no no, I'm not no no listen I'm not gonna beat you up because because you you're you're actually speaking to my earlier point I don't know if you realize it so what I'm saying is that so listen You the the example. I'm gonna use your example. The example you just said is the is the is another example of why we need a to be anchored in a synchronized culture culture with that comes with its value system and so on and so forth. Because you just you just actually gave the example of of people having money, but yet their value system is out of whack. So they see more value in making sure their child has $200 sneakers and stuff like that then putting money in towards better equipment better textbooks better uniforms or whatever for the for the school itself so so you're 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 speaking directly to the point and and so but your question is but your question was do we blame racism white supremacy for that or whatever and i'm saying at this point there's a breakdown in the the anchoring of the value system we have we're 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 like we're like uprooted plants that have no roots in the ground. So whichever way the wind blows, we're just blowing in that direction. We're just blowing in this direction. We have no anchor. We're like a boat that has no anchor, and the boat is just going with the tide of the wave. We're just going wherever in, in this in this big old ocean. So we okay. need to we need to, we need to drop anchor. We need to drop anchor and actually stay rooted somewhere and build. And so because the parents, because 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 hold on, real quick. You, you understand evolution. So you understand that everything happens very, very slow and gradually. So, so our condition today is not because of today. Our condition today is a, is a subtotal or a culmination of events that took place decades and decades and decades through the decades ago. So, so there's a build up and there's a breakdown. There's a gradual build up and a gradual breakdown of those core values that cause us to just haywardly, haphazardly spend money on Gucci, okay. Versace. And all that stuff.
0: All right, but wait a minute. But but we had people that came before us, like the great Martin Luther King, right? Like uh, uh, Malcolm X, right? What kind of values did they have that would make them fight the way they fight to get us to the position when we actually can make choices, better choices now? They showed us the way. We supposed to have been standing on their shoulders at this particular point. Like, like, it's not hard to see that Martin Luther King and them people who was getting water holes down and, and, and German shepherds. I mean, you talking about the fire department, the police department, these things are supposed to protect black people was actually harming and killing black people through all of that. Now we may laugh and joke about Martin Luther King and they were soft, but man, look what they went through just to give us an opportunity to be able to make a better choice. Now we got some choices. They might not be a lot, but we can determine a little bit of what we supposed to have been doing. Who fault is that, Ujahul? No. Martin knew that they had values that you're talking about. Right now, Martin had that.
2: Ultimately, 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 we are our own worst enemy. But the the thing is, is that um, what happens is that all this stuff is temporary.
0: I say crack came. That's a damn good point.
2: Oh no, yeah. I mean, I mean you had you had you had yeah, listen. Listen, right this is not it, yeah, listen. Listen, this is not this is not something that we could just kind of talk about blankly. I I know I know we we uh we're not going to be on here for no 12 hours, but but that's but a good
0: point. Hey, Maya, that was a good point, dude. That was he right. He said then crack came. Hold on. Then Heron. They hit us with the Heron, right? we know that
2: but hold hey, up but but right, now check right. this but listen but but now i can i can i can say okay let's 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 briefly say something about crack and, and heroin and everything like that nobody held a gun to your head and force you to take to use crack or force you to use heroin and so on and so forth so it has to yeah,
0: be it has American culture breaks you down
2: but hold on so that's what but that's what I'm saying it can it can only break you down when you don't have a a, an immune system like 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 the human body the human body has an immune system and so culture is our immune system you take away culture we are left wide open and vulnerable for crack and and um, heroin and stuff like that to um to to devastate us the way it is it did but so 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 all of this speaks to my point my point is that is that well, even e, 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 even with Martin Luther King um, and all the civil rights um, uh, colleagues that he had, and Malcolm X and stuff like that? Even with what they've done, mm-hmm. you step back at the bigger, bigger picture. They were reacting to something, to a condition that we were facing at that particular time. Now that was necessary. But while that's going on, we had that we supposed to have been walking and chewing gum at the same time. We have to get under the hood at the same time to rebuild that foundation okay. while people handle the surface sores, the surface cuts. But now what's the cause? What's, what's the bacteria that's within deep within the body? Now, you know, M- 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 uh, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King handled uh, taking care of the wound, pulling peroxide on the cut and stopping the bleeding and stuff like that. But what about the cause, the bacteria that's in, in the internal? uh uh crevices of the body Another that's thing. what we gotta address and we still to this day never ever address it and i'm saying that core is a psychological um foundation that we all need some people call it spirituality period. right
0: right and understanding oh, that now, hold on that's the bullshit right there now, wait, let me now, let me let get into now like
1: understanding that it's the psycho it's psychology what keeps us in these positions um, that's good. Taking personal responsibility and, and accountability, that's good. But also understanding how systematically we've been oppressed. And then, like Uj- Ujawu said, creating a system that keeps us insulated and keeps us protected from continued decay. Because at this point, mm. what we're doing is we're setting up these. These systems for our children and for our future, you know, for our generation, really, we only have a few options. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We have to set up a system for also our children and their children, because at the current rate that we're going, it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. You have to understand money. You have to know that you cannot invest in only money and dollars dollars have no value (laughs) you go (laughs) you have to invest in things such as resources and all of these things are taught to you inside of your culture if you are sending your kids to school and you're not teaching them about resources and how to build wealth and teaching them about their heritage and their culture and their belief system then you're doing you're doing your family a disservice facts so we we have to create an ideological core and we do not have it and we have to be honest about it and we have to be able to look critically at our community and see what's wrong and then develop
0: systems so that's what you were saying Naya, then so that so so okay so that's your basic uh premise on why that being in Hebrew and all that stuff, it erodes the core that we need to stick together. That's what you basically was saying, basically, right?
1: Well, when I was talking about the Hebrews, remember uh-huh. you asked the question. You said, uh-huh. "Can we?" What made you come up with this title? Right. And so I said that. What got me going was when I was Mm -hmm. listening to the debates between Jabari and Hebrews Mm -hmm. and how I was seeing the different isms and the schisms Mm -hmm. that are present in our community and how it is not not a good thing for us to tell each other that we cannot Mm -hmm. unite under one ideology because we certainly can Mm -hmm okay we can do that it may be uncomfortable for Hebrews it may be uncomfortable for Moors or Christians that oh, it yeah. may feel uncomfortable for them but it can be done just because they're not comfortable with it doesn't mean that it can't be done and will said that everyone is not going to make the um, point everyone is not going to make the point
2: They'll everybody's the not going to make the cut that's, that's, it. that's the bottom line, line. All right.
1: right. so this let, is This is what I basically wrote in my blog today, okay? So I said, Uh, my blog is called The African Roots, Ideological Cohesiveness. So I wrote that the ability to design a cohesive culture is not dependent on material possessions, but rather on the ideological core of the people in that culture. An ideological core can be best described as a set of values developed in the early stages of the group's history okay. The ideological core or the IC are those shared facts that have shaped the identity of a people. The ideological core is important because it sets the boundaries based on a shared experience and protects against any outside or dangerous influences. Some common misconceptions are that it's impossible for people to unite while practicing different religions. I said, this is false because all religions have their own rules of engagement, values, and codes of conduct, including how they engage with each other on a business and economic level. The reality of it is, is that despite our differences, our thinking, so in within the human dynamic, our thinking patterns are shaped by our past events as well as our present. And that directs our decisions and our politics and our behaviors. So although we say that we can do it, in reality, in human behavior is incongruent with what we see in human psychology. Our behaviors as humans, as homo sapiens sapiens, are directed by our belief systems. If we believe that we should give all of our money to the pastor, 10% of our income, to the pastor on um, Sunday, then we do that. If we believe that anybody who do not go to uh, believe in Jesus Christ is going to hell and not my brother, then we act accordingly. All of these belief systems interact with each other to cause this politics. It causes behavior. It influences our thoughts and how we interact with the world around us. So Marimba Aini, she's the author of Yoruga. She said African-centered She said that um, an ideological core is the logos of all culture. It's the germ seed of all, and it's the matrix of the cultural identity. So as African people, I feel that our ideological core begins and ends in Africa because I'm African-centered. Because I feel that Africa is the place where our species evolved. It's where the first civilizations rose to power. It's where the first families formed. It's where we flourished as humans. It's where religious institutions or spirituality was organized. It's where you see the oldest written moral and ethical codes. Um, It's where our heritage blossomed. Therefore, as a group, I feel that we should Never allow anyone, never allow anyone to seduce us into believing that our values are in some way twisted, in some way um, shaped by how much money we make or how much money we can produce so we can just live a lifestyle of leisure and time and just accumulate material wealth. I don't think that 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 means anything to a culture. Instead, we should always remember that materialism and consumership is based on and is a by, byproduct of 500 plus years of European brutality and European colonialism. You know, never forgiving that true wealth is always rooted in our culture our natural resources, and our morality. We can't afford to allow other people's values to dictate our moral consciousness. We must unite under the ideological core based on the morals and rules that govern the codes of conduct of our own community. And so that's like saying a lot, I know, but it's basically saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm
0: trying to figure out. That's in the blog though, right? That's why I was trying to ask so, you
1: for the blog. Right. Oh, so basically, huh? basically, it's saying that we have to, we have to develop. We have a code of conduct already in Africa. Mm-hmm. We have Maat. You know, there are principles you see in the Christian tradition, and the Hebrew to tradition, and some of those other traditions. But at the core of a lot of those traditions is a nationalistic agenda based in their nationalism based in their culture based in their history it's not based in African history and so when we don't share the same when we don't share the same um um ideological core and nationalistic ambitions then that's when that's when we have problems and we have to be honest with each other and just keep it real like it's if you can't if you can't unite under ideological um, similarities, or if you can't establish that court, it's going to be difficult for us to unite. And that's my position from a psychological and a behavioral perspective based on research and based on culture and how people unite together. So that's my
0: position. All right, give me that link. And <laughs> I was trying to get the link so we could read it together. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you basically read your whole your whole article, but that's a that's a. But listen, listen, I think people should read it. That's a uh, that is a good um that's a good article, uh, to read. We
0: want the link though, we want to be able to read it too. Can we get the link, please, so I can post it at the bottom of the show? Okay, put it, put it right here.
1: So, I mean, I wonder if anyone has some questions about my statement because I know it's provocative and I know it's pushing the limits and I know that it's forcing people to question you know, me and, you know, my, my ideology. I just feel that we have to be honest with each other, you know, about what we're saying when we say that we cannot, we can do it because I I follow Amos Wilson and Amos Wilson forces us to analyze history to see what works and what has not worked. And so the African-American, what makes us, you know, a great people in my, in my um, viewpoint is that we're resilient people and we have the ability to adapt and adjust and to survive. And I think that when we look at history of our people standing back for four to 500 years, you'll see that what we've done is we've adapted to our environment, but we have to begin to create our own environment because we can't tell our children that oh, there's we can folk. We can't teach our children to value materialism and dollars and credit and all that stuff. That stuff is not sustainable. The U.S. debt is at 17 trillion. It's not gonna. We're not gonna have U.S. dollars <laughs> forever. We have to invest in resources. We just happen to be people who come from a land that is rich in resources, and I feel the best way. To maximize maximize our community is to be global and look at the global community and find ways to sustain each other by combining our culture and by developing developing a structure like whoja was saying based on sound principles, not based on materialism and and, and, and and consumership. That's not healthy.
0: All right let me read this real quick. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna watch this. So we talked a little bit about racism, white supremacy. I'm reading this article, and it's just talking about Harlem, right? And I was talking about how we had a lot of ownership and a lot of things, right? Talk about that money and ownership, right? They say the high rents and poor maintenance of housing stock, which Harlem residents suffered through much of the twentieth century, was not merely the product of racism by white landlords. It say, by 1914, 40% of Harlem's private houses and 10% of its tenements were owned by Blacks. It say, wealthy Blacks continued to purchase land in Harlem. And by the 1920s, a significant portion of the neighborhoods was owned by Blacks. It say, by the late 1960s, 60% of the businesses in Harlem responded two surveys reported ownership by blacks and and an overwhelming fraction of new businesses were black owned. All right, so so here we go, 1960, 60% of the businesses in Harlem owned by black people. That's the people that responded to it. <laughs> After the civil rights, this shit plummeted. Plummeted. You know, because all of a sudden, you know, white people water was colder. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather go to Macy's instead of going ahead. You know what I'm saying? So while on one hand, right, we was helped out on certain things, and then on the other hand, it destroyed us. It took away my mother tell me this. She told me that. You know what I'm saying? That 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 was she thought maybe that was one of the worst things that happened to us because we lost our power of business. So I just want to kind of throw it out there, man. So, so I don't never want to say that it ain't been a time that we haven't owned significant parts of cities like right now you can go to atlanta and there's a whole day going uh, uh a couple blocks of black owned businesses and they not only own it but they own the real estate with the businesses for blocks you can walk and it's black owned businesses right hand in the left right and so that's
1: a good point uh but you gotta my position is not in in not rooted in 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 and credit and and all that. It's rooted in co- the collective, not the individual. We're talking yeah, that about- ain't help us <laughs> though.
0: You're right. I'm saying even with all that it ain't help, it ain't stop the shit. So, really.
1: because you got to look at the wealth disparities in our community. Have you seen that Pew uh, Research study on the wealth disparity?
0: No, I'm still There's waiting there. on the link. I'm still waiting on the link in the back chat so <laughs> I <can put> <laughs> Thing and then and then and then get a yeah, so peer review. That's I,
1: interesting. I want to clarify that when I say look at history and see if it has worked, I'm talking about for the collective. I'm not talking about individual Harlem's and huh? Black Wall Streets. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about for the collect or the community because the reality of it is is that we've been here and we've been in this country for a long time. Okay, yeah. we we. We should have more wealth than what we have now. I'm not talking about the ability to spend money. I'm talking about wealth. Civil rights.
0: We yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't it's just civil rights. You gotta think about it. After slavery, they they robbed us. They took. They developed you. <laughs>
0: slavery, right? we
1: got rob. <laughs> so rob. robbed. We got That's why. The, that's why we were trying to get the forty acres and the lamb. Like, if you do the research right now, you'll see that um Africans are owed at least 22 trillion. The number the in reparations, we should be at like 22 trillion dollars right now. Wow. Like that like they owe us so much money and it's is way bigger than individual experiments. You're talking about like little pockets. I'm talking about as a community. You know, when you look at white when you look at the white community, you see their wealth. You can see that eighty-five, maybe seventy percent of them um have um, uh, two hundred thousand dollars at their disposal. You look at ours. The average black woman has five dollars. The bl- average black family has five thousand dollars. So if we lost our jobs, we would we can survive only for a month at the most. If they lose their job, they can survive a year. So. Well, you said you said saying- something
2: key earlier. Um, <clears throat> wealth is generational. Just like um, you know, evolution, mutations, and stuff is is through generations of populations. So this 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 evolution, like I said, our condition today is not because of today. It's through decades of slow change, and what brings us to this. And so we also have to remember that the civil rights as a movement and everything like that, whatever we got was given, even in even reluctantly being given we had to be careful because the reluctancy of giving us what we have could be a farce as well because it gives the impression that we actually gain something when it's actually serves as a pacifying uh instrument to keep us pacified because if if you think if, if if you're crying for something and somebody makes it hard for you to get it and then finally they do give it to you and it's in their best interest never to give you something that's going to take them out of being in control or in power. So whatever we have that's given and stuff like that, that just comes with the territory and that, and we, you know, that's something that's necessary, but it comes with the territory. What we did, we, we kind of settled for that and got complacent with that. And the reason why is because again, what we said earlier, there's no cultural uh, um, basis for to that will let us know to put fire up under us to to still go after the goal like we we got sidetracked it and wanted the goal to get the hand, the handouts or the um you know integration and all that stuff through the civil rights and, and everything and once we got it we we took a deep breath was like huh, ah, okay whoo we finally arrived and we lost sight of the bigger picture so much so that through the generations that we don't even know what the bigger picture even looks like to even to even try to look at it. And it and it could be staring us right in our face. And that's that was part of the um the plan right. as well. Okay.
0: So let's, let's let's deal with your boy right now. Let's kind of shift gears. Not let y'all got something else to say. I'm trying to get to your man. Well,
1: yeah, I wanted to just say that a lot of the concepts and the um, things that we talked about today, um, you can go to, you can pick up Claude Anderson's book. Um, it's called
2: economics. Power, power,
1: power, no, he wrote a book called um, "Black Labor White Wealth." Um, it's an excellent book because it gives you a historic <coughs> um, a historic breakdown of how wealth and power was generated in this country, and it's key to understanding that because that's going to be how we regain our power. And also Amos Wilson um, did a great job, too, uh, of breaking it down and what needs to be done. But it's from Claude Anderson's um, Black Labor, White Wealth, um, The Search for Power and Economic Justice. And um, it's an excellent book.
2: Okay, I just want to before we move to another subject, I want I want to just say something about about what I see that should be at the at the top of our list of of. Things that are very important for us to fix and to realize and to do. Um, It may not be number one, but it definitely should be up there, um, much further than what how people look at it now. And that is um, this concept of behavioral modification I mentioned earlier. So, um, and I had wrote something on Facebook a a long a while back, and and I have it right here in front of me. I'm just gonna read it. It's not that long. Um, Speaking to behavioral modification systems, and so I'm just gonna read it. I said. The common denominator between meditation systems and on, you, I think you're going to appreciate this because it's a lot of stuff that we have that we see today. But I say the common denominator between meditation systems, religions, spiritual initiation systems, yoga, psychoanalysis, education, positive thinking, affirmations, hypnosis, etc., is that they all aim at modifying behavior to behave oneself originally meant literally to have oneself in a particular way. The word have being used here in a sense of hold or comfort. The the prefix be is an intensive prefix. For much of its history, the word behave has been used with reference to a person's bearing and public dignity and the modern connotations of uh, propriety of goodness versus naughtiness. The noun behavior was formed on analogy with the verb from an earlier behavior, a variant of aver, which means possession, from the nominal use of the old French verb avier, which means have. The cognate in old English compound behaben meant to contain or self-restraint. In other words, a person's behavior is the reflection of their own spirit possession, their own self-restraint or their own containment. This is related to one's demeanor, a person's demeanor. A person's demeanor is how they conduct themselves. The word demeanor goes back ultimately to the literal notion of driving animals along. It is derived of the, of the now virtually obsolete reflexive verb demean, which means behave, borrowed from the 13th century from the old French demeanor. This was a compound formed from the, and I know, I know I'm getting technical, but this is important because you're going to see the history of these words and why they mean what they mean and how we have to make use of them and what we have to do. This was a compound formed from the intensive prefix D and meaner, which means lead. The word meaner means to lead. A descendant of the Latin minere, which means to drive a herd of animals, whose original connotation of urging on with threats is revealed by a close relationship with minari, which means to threaten. So in other words, the word demeanor originally meant to lead something and it was to lead what animals by 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 giving threats. You know, you say how, you know how people ride horses and they go how and they and the horse will run or whatever the case is. All right. So keep that in mind. Now, African cultures assert that man and woman are made up of the image and likeness of. And I'm going to use the word God or put another way that man and women are vehicles or vessels for God to have experience in the world. And I don't want to get off too far off on that, but just take it as I'm saying it. Behavioral modification systems are therefore supposed to be designed to cultivate one's spirit and lead or domesticate the animal spirit into a refined divine being in order for, in order to be a vessel for God to enter the world and gain experience. Hence a divine individual, the use of animals farming tools metallurgy tools and mason tools etc are done for analogy or metaphoric purposes of instruction and develop and development of character building which is to modify one's behavior Free, like an example freemasonry freemasonry claims to take good men and make them better using a system of allegory and symbols this is no different than all african traditions or religions from which it derives the ancient egyptians used farming and metal, metallurgy tools as allegories and metaphors for building character behavior and spirit this is evident of the multi-layered use of the hier- hieroglyphs and the mythoscientific texts. the process has always been to take man and woman from an animal to domesticate them into a human being and then to graduate them into becoming a divine being ancient Kemet is the complete and develop and developed a system of behavioral modification which focused on the drawing out of the spirit is dormant talents and spirit and spiritual um, abilities unlike Western education which seeks to te- teach people to make better things African traditional educational system aims at making people making better people as opposed to better things and that's all I wanted to say so if we get back to that we'll, we'll start to see a slow reversal of this of this uh, evolution we will start to evolve and and, 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 um, and grow the proper way to conduct ourselves and do things, but it's going to take a lot of time. And this is something that people don't want to look at and don't want to uh, commit resources to because we want the quick fix of the surface stuff. But, but what I just described is that under the hood, psycho or psychological problems that we have, we have to address the core and the core problems we have is psychological I'm using the word psychological instead of spiritual, but that's all I wanted to add to
0: that. Yeah, well, that was a good one right there, man. With that one, shit, man. Oh, man, maybe we should come up with the other thing tomorrow, man. Shoot, now I don't want to throw in the Wishman comment. Uh, what's his name? Who? What's his name? Is? Huh? Who? Your boy.
1: <laughs> Who?
0: Out of his mind.
1: Oh, oh, skit. So, I mean, so what time is it? We've
0: been. It's one twenty-five, man. Oh, we we'll got
1: two hours. Oh, yeah, we we'll probably want to do that tomorrow.
0: Yeah, we'll do that tomorrow. We
1: man. Ask, why don't we ask if anyone has any questions, or do we have the phone lines open where people can jump
2: on?
0: Nope, wait. That's gonna take. That's gonna make another hour. Okay. <laughs> <All right>.
2: Well. <laughs> uh. But I, I, think I, I mean I'm, I'm, looking at the chat. I don't know if people had questions in there that we, that we uh. I
0: mean, y'all be, to. y'all laid it down so tight, man. You know I was <laughs> trying to put up resistance, shit. <laughs> I I'm mad. I'm feeling a little mad. I don't go outside, smack the first. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't mean to ask, but
1: why you didn't tell us that you was gonna resist?
0: <laughs> I had to resist that shit. Cause I, you know, I, I, I can have no excuses on why I don't have what I have around this motherfucker. Not because of white people. Not because of purple people, not because nobody, man. At the end of the day, them babies need to eat. food, clothing and shoulder. So I allow no excuses in, whether it's racism, white supremacy, or not. You feel me? Whether it's, What's that guy's name, though? Let me show you something. <laughs> what you call him? What you call him? What's his name? Because I don't watch none of that.
1: Mm-mm, I ain't saying his name. If you're not going to talk about it, I,
0: yeah. his name. What's his damn name? R. Kelly. Right. Like, you're not going to have my daughter in your house without me running up there without them things. I'm not calling the police. I'm not doing none of that. Me and my boys, we're going we gonna to holler at you. Give me my daughter, right? If she happened to run away and come again, you know what I'm saying? You lock the door. Don't let her in. That's how you got to do it. We're in America. All that, going to call the police, all that, well, poli- press conference, my ass. Not going for it. This is America. You gotta see them where it's happening at. And with that, yeah, you know I'm saying I'm gonna end it with that. We can get on that tomorrow. I'll kill out his mind. Okay. Here in Georgia <laughs> with all that.
2: I didn't even know he was down. Uh, anything? I I don't know anything about you ain't that. All
0: so the time at the gym, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, you ain't be all the time at the gym.
2: Hey, but <laughs> I think you raise a you 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 raise a good. Uh, a good point with that uh blame thing we said the uh, i mean excuse thing cuz we we do have to stop making excuses I, I think people play the um the black white thing like we we know what's going on but i think people lean into it too much and use it as an excuse like it's 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 one thing for something to be taking place and you recognize a problem but instead of being solution driven we actually embrace the problem mm. for, for it to become an an excuse for it to continue you know like we blame uh, things it's like, man, it's 2017. You know, we 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 have enough if we just identify the right problems. And I think it speaks to our, our the original point that was made. We need a synchrony, a synchronized core, a synchronized core. And everybody's not going to make the cut. That's that's you know delusional to think that 45 million African Americans are going to unite. You know, you can't even have a um a, a single group called the Black Panthers without the government raising a organization agency to attack you called uh what was it um COINTELPRO Mm -hmm. you know whatever the case is
1: (laughs) and that's what makes that's why consciousness is is so like valuable and important and I know when you know we have issues in our community and people say things and you know people are real quick to say oh consciousness is is a joke or you know people are very critical of conscious people calling us whole tempers and all kind of stuff but the value the good thing about consciousness is that it's a small enough group where we can experiment (laughs) with it at least you know so there's 45 million black people but only half are adults out of that half I mean, the conscious community has less than a million people who are in this community. And what's valuable about this community is that we're a carve-out, really, of the African-American community because we are people, really, who understand not just racism and white supremacy, but we understand the importance of coming together, and at least we're trying to come together towards a common goal. And so we have to just be... Um, warriors and be revolutionary, and looking at our ideas and seeing if we can set aside um, religion, you know, remove the religious stuff from our community and and develop African centered principles based on Ma'at and based on codes of conduct and principles that go a long way. And so I yeah. think that we're in a unique position because we know that the conscious community is not that big but we all have and we all have the desire to want something more and so we can just experiment within our community and if it works the world will see that we'll see that and then maybe other African Americans will then catch on and then say hey the conscious people were able to establish a relationship with you know a country and Africa and developed political ties, and went there and did some some work, um, fed some children, built a school. Or the African community was went into Detroit and helped to um, you know um, clean the water supplies up, bought up houses, and they serve as a political powerhouse there. So we can do things with a small group, experiment with it and then move forward. The problem is that the conscious community is so focused on um, religion that it creates a lot of these schisms. And to get away from these schisms, we need a core ideology that will help move us forward towards our goals, which is really um, the, um, the, the liberation of African people, black people, or just depending on what your schism is. So just wanted to say that.
2: Yeah, and I, I think that um, what we do have to be careful of, though, is trying to go to war with um, weapons that malfunction. Mm. And so what happens is we'll have the false impression that we have weaponry available to us. And then we go into battle thinking that these weapons are good and they're going to work and they're going to perform the way that we, we hope them to fo- perform. And so what happens, we get into the war and find out that we're shooting blanks and shooting duds and, and and you know, the weapons are not operating. And I use that as an analogy for a lot of things that we do. We have to be careful of thinking that we're getting somewhere when we're really not. It's just a false pretense. Just because, the, just because you have a weapon in your hand doesn't mean it's going to work. So you have to do whatever is necessary to make sure that that weapon works prior to going into battle. So we have to develop systems and institutions that will forge that among our people. And I think we'll make a lot more progress than than having these false sense of unity, setting aside beliefs and coming to a round table and just conducting business where everybody can eat on a small scale. Because if you notice that whenever we do these kinds of things, these unity things or whatever, it's a very wonderful event. But that's what it is. It's just an event. It's, it's an event and people capitalize off of it. Then it fades. It fades out. But if we want some real longevity, like how you said, wealth is generated through generations. Our liberation is going to be is going to come through generations. It's not going to be a flick of the switch type of thing. It's just not going to happen. So because we didn't get here with a flick of flick of the switch type of thing. So we have to look at the long haul, the, the end game. This is a big, big chess thing. We got to look at the, the opening, the middle, and the end game. The end game is way out there. So we have to, we have to understand that and put together systems that's going to reassure that we have the best equipment and equipment works. And by that, I mean our mind, what we do, education, all that stuff, the behavioral modification system. I said we have to re- rebuild it because whatever we have in place now is failing us. All the religions have failed us the the, uh, the belief systems that's that's solid has failed us over on the big picture but now of course if i if i go into any particular one it looks like it's going doing good because christian i mean these churches out here man these mega mega churches are doing great you know the pastors and certain people they look like they balling but for us in the bigger picture for us nah it's it's not it's a pacifying thing we think we're making progress when we really not and meanwhile The people who really know what time it is, they are comfortable. They don't feel threatened because they know that that they see statistics tells a lot. And that's why I like people who deal with statistics and they and they look at snapshots. And that's why that's what excites me about studying biology or biological evolution, too, because you learn that you cannot see things in real time. Like we might as well hang it up. Don't like you like anybody who has children you don't literally watch your children grow. It's only when relatives come over to your house, they see your child and then they go away somewhere a year and relative, you have a family reunion or whatever, your relative come back like, oh my, look how much you've grown and whatnot. But you as a parent that deal with your child every day, all day, you don't see that growth. So, so it's snapshots that are at distance periods of time. And we could do the same thing with statistics and people operate off of statistics and these snapshots. They, they plan. Their future moves based on statistics and based on snapshots. And, and, they, and they have a more informed um, uh, method of, of carrying out their goals. And we are the laughingstock because we don't do that. We don't do that. So, so you know, I want to end with that. I think, I think we need to get into that and really see what's going on and then project and make plans based on that.
0: Mm. Well. Well, there you have it. Hey, man, I appreciate everybody stopping through, man. Uh, we we definitely need to get into this uh, um, this R. Kelly thing. Um, so uh, we'll definitely uh, talk about that tomorrow. Um, I think, um, you know, when black men just act that way towards our women, I mean, it's just too much. Uh, I think, I think uh, sis, you was basically talking about just how, you know, how your frontal lobe ain't developed at a certain age. and You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be a good show tomorrow. Um, you know how it go. You're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, but where there's smoke, that's fire. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's blazing over there. <laughs> Y'all be doing too much. You're going to get caught up. You're going to get caught up. But I'm just letting this community know, if anybody got your daughters in any of these cults, because there's some cults in our community, you need, to, you need to go to wherever they at and go get your family, man. Don't call nobody. Go over there, dead serious, and go get your family, man. All right? That's my advice. All right? And the community need to be strong like that so when somebody cry out and say their daughter is in blase, blase cult, Right. We need to be able to get in contact with them people and deal with that the real way, man. All right. So, you know, that's my closing statement on that. All right. So anybody planning on getting my daughters into any cults, I got you. Let's get that straight. I just want to put that out. Yep. That, that way it's going to take. So when I do it, you won't act like I didn't do it. I, I wouldn't did it. Yep. I went and got my babies. So I don't understand that. I do not understand standing in front of making a press conference. About my damn child. You nope. Know, I'd be on the press conference and say, yep, I kicked this door down. Yep. I got my baby out of there. Yep. That'd be my press conference. I did that. All right. So we need to stand up and start being men. All right. So anything you want to say, Jao?
2: I said uh, what I, what I had to say on, on that subject is I think it's a good build. And uh, hopefully people in the chat, it, it seemed like everybody uh, really enjoyed and shared the same, the same things we were saying. I think, I think, Man, I think this is one one of the rare times that majority of people in the chat even uh, was on the same page with the with the stuff we were building on and, and you know, our, our thoughts on it. So I appreciate that. But yeah. I don't have anything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. Uh, this Saturday, uh, come out. We're doing it again. Uh, this Saturday at the library, No Pseudo Tour continues. We're going to do it again. This Saturday is free. Come out from 1 to 5.30 p.m. I don't have the flyer. In front of me, but but the flyers posted inside the um, Amira Squad Facebook group. Um, it's at the the same place we did last week. We're doing it again, same exact place, same time. So come out, hang out with us, ask questions. We had fun last time. It was ver- it was actually a smooth presentation. And what and what was what was tripped me out is that is that not that myself, me, Unc, and Naya gave you know a presentation, and we didn't pre plan to coordinate our presentations, but our presentations flow right into each other. It was, it was nice. So we're going to do it again. Um, um, I, well, I'm actually speaking for Naya, but, um, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully uh, put, put Naya out there, but even, you know, if, you know, whatever, we're going to hold it down, just come out and support. And, um, and you know, let's share some information. Mm,
0: yeah. Hey, let me see. Hold on. What that, hold on. Wait, My end. And with this one, I'm trying to find this man. I tell you, boy, it's hard out here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I just wanted to say thank you, family, for listening oh,
0: oh. Um,
1: to me to my ideas about the um ideological core. I really appreciate your support. Hit me up on Facebook, please be sure to like uh, my blog, tell me what you think. Because you know, I want to put information out there that's going to change the culture and change the minds of the people because I know that that is the catalyst for behavioral change,
0: mm-hmm. it sure is. Oh, no, let, me re, let me restart that, let me restart that, let me restart that, restart that, man. Get us about it, hey family. I appreciate that, man. Um you know appreciate everybody in the chat room you feeling me um been a powerful show uh let me see let me see what the chat room give y'all shout out man in the mbk uh chris wars let me see who else monica lamb what's going on all right man y'all doing a beautiful job over there you know helping black people empower themselves appreciate y'all over there the dagger squad global african tribalisms for self government yeah who else we got in here sunline 55 okay we just got one of them extraordinary names i don't know if we right uh what's this uh adolf did i say that right a d o f o you say that Psh, man killed you two unken no that's two unkarah what's good man Appreciate you always coming through, always strong here. Uh, What's this? Roots. All right, Who else we got in here? Uh, Man, it's Chop NKP. Man, appreciate you stopping through. All right, let me see what else we got. Uh, Flavor. I can't even say that. Flavor. Flavor K the plug. All right. Appreciate you coming through. I met everybody, man, the crowd is starting to build up. It was a very good conversation, man. Um, Man, I'm just appreciating all that. So at the end of the day, man, we definitely going to be back tomorrow. We're going to keep that good content coming because this is essential in what we're doing as African people, keeping that content right, man. So that's what it is, right? Let me go ahead and close out. Close out with, you know, my favorite little joint right here, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. And with this, see if I can get this right. You know what, man, before I jump off the daggone air, man, I'm going to go ahead and issue this warning. I got you, Morris, Morris guy from Baltimore. Hey, there, there. Right, I'm straight. Okay. Hey, I straight, wanted- got you, all right? Talking a little trash, yeah, Lex and them over there talking a little trash. Yeah, I see you, all right? I see you. Anybody can get it, anybody can, all right? Mexicans, Africans, Lion Lex can, and the most community can. Anybody can get it. I'm a raw squad up.